Welcome back to the island. Jay Sahoda, Bilal Lahi, another episode of Baller Island. We got a little bit of stuff to talk about, not a ton. We're in a weird time in the sports world, mid-July, not much going on. But we got a little Wimbledon to talk about. Novak Djokovic took home his seventh Wimbledon title over Nick Kyrgios. We'll talk about that. And of course, Rafa and his greatness, although he pulled out in the semifinals. We'll talk a bit about that as well. Baker Mayfield is a Carolina Panther. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Of course, where Jimmy Garoppolo will end. That mystery is still in the air. Of course, the Deshaun Watson situation is a bit of a mystery as well. No big news in the NBA world. No KD trade. No Kyrie trade. Donovan Mitchell, is he going somewhere? We don't know yet. We'll talk a bit about that as well. So keep a lot. Got a lot more sports news and content coming your way. And don't forget to give Baller Island a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more sports news and analysis. And welcome back to another episode of Baller Island. Jay Sahoda, Bilal Lahi. It feels like there's not much going on in the sports world right now as, of course, well, us residents of Toronto, although we don't talk baseball, much on this pod charlie montoyo has been fired for the jays lord have mercy over there but elsewhere there are some stuff to get to still some nfl trades baker mayfield finally on the move to carolina we'll get to that as well deshaun watson jimmy g a little bit about there as well novak djokovic got the job done at wimbledon we'll talk about that as well and then some nba stuff to get to as well although katie and Kyrie still have not been moved yet B, what's going on, brother? Man, it's the the dog days of the the sports world right now. I it's just like it's you know it's like it's like you need the break. You need the break. The NBA season had me a little too too stressed out. I need this little break to get prepared for my football. Oh, for you, <laughs> yeah, for no, for you for sure. For me, I'm like I I need something to go on. Yeah, you've been you've been chilling for a minute, man. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm like I feel like it's been like 5 years since the Niners lost to the Rams in January. So I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go, but I mean sooner or later it'll be preseason and then we'll be week 1 before we blink of an eye. So it should be fine after that. But let's let's start with some NFL stuff. I mean, as the weeks keep going, we're going to talk more and more and more football each and every week. Um of course, not a ton to talk about, but let's start off with this Baker Mayfield situation over here so baker gets traded to carolina which was been rumored for weeks and i believe if i'm correct if it was for what a fifth rounder mm-hmm. yeah. i think they say all right so they sent a fifth rounder to cleveland so baker's going to carolina they have not said that he's our guy what i'm at least what we're hearing right now he's going to compete with sam darnold in training camp but who would have thought that would have happened when that draft happened uh, yeah, Sam they were Donald in the went, same class too, right? Yeah, Sam Donald went three to the Jets. Baker went one to the Browns. One. Wow. <laughs> and so, I mean, this exactly this, this should tell you how that draft class went. I think last time I checked, that was like supposed to be like the best quarterback draft class in like years or something like that. So now we have them duking it out for the five and eleven Panthers. But um, what do you make out of this trade? Just what is what it is. I mean, when you. And your guy's been on the trade block for like a full year. Like there's not and nobody's interested. You gotta settle for the fifth round pick. You can't do anything about that. The Cleveland side well, I've been thinking about, and it's like they gave hit uh Deshaun Watson like fully guaranteed money, which never happens in the NFL. I don't think he's gonna play this year. I don't do you do you think he's gonna play this year? I don't think so. Like I, I like I'm hearing like four to six game suspension, but then we've also really? heard a year suspensions so i have no idea where this is gonna go all i know is deshaun watson is gonna miss football at some point this year whether it's a whole season best case scenario he plays eight games yeah that's what i'm saying or something like that right like at some point you know deshaun watson is not playing 17 games this season that's a guarantee that is set in stone there um but for cleveland yeah sure i mean the whole getting a fifth round pick's not surprising. We all knew that was going to happen. Obviously, on paper, looking back three years ago for a number one pick, that's absolutely wild. But exactly like you said, they they waited so long to make the move that it was kind of bound to happen. I mean, it's about to. I don't know what the hell Carolina was waiting for. I really don't know what they're waiting for. Like they need a quarterback. Their cycle of quarterbacks under in the Matt Rule regime has just been super chaotic and weird. I would hate to be a Panthers fan, but. I think Baker at least makes them somewhat exciting. The problem is I feel like Baker, with the kind of quarterback that he is, thrived more 
in the run first offense yeah. under Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, and now you're going with Ben McAdoo, who has not been a relevant coordinator in years. So I don't really know what they're going to do there. And Christian McCaffrey, you're, you know, going from Nick Chubb, where you're giving him 20 carries a game and Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, you know, throw it out to him in space and stuff like that. So I don't really know what to make out of this. And I don't know. Carolina is just a weird team in a weird direction. Do you think Sam Darnold and Baker are, are on like the same tier of quarterbacks? No, I think Baker's a bit better. Yeah, I think so too. But I would not be surprised if, if he's not starting week one. Like I think for Cleveland, like I was actually not like I mean I didn't really think Baker was that good, but I thought you could win your like win your division with him as your quarterback. You know what I'm saying? You could. It's just again, I think Baker's one of those guys. He's more of a system guy. I think he was in a really good system. Yeah. And that's the thing, which which is where, and we talked about this back in March when all the free agency and trades went down. And, and I'm pretty sure we talked, we touched on this when Deshaun Watson got traded to Cleveland. We're like, how does this make sense where Deshaun Watson is a, such a dynamic football player? How is he going to fit into a Kevin Stefanski offense where you're just like loading the box and just running the football, you know, 50 times a game? I don't know how that works. Baker was more styled for that. However, Baker had a significant turnover issue, which I think was a massive problem for Cleveland. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, it's weird how weird um, that relationship between Cleveland and Baker like wore out so fast. Like literally like the year before when, you know, they had that big season turnaround. And then this past year, I, I picked them to win division. I picked them to be like a top three seed in the AFC. And, People are like, yo, Cleveland's that team to watch. And then it's like, all of a sudden, it's just like, boom. They couldn't stand him. And it's like, their own fans are going at him. I think, what was his girlfriend or his wife was like, had to like back and stop. And it was just like, it's pretty ridiculous. This is the dude you drafted number one overall. And he was the future of your franchise like one year ago. And then in one year, it's like, can't wait to get rid of him. Get rid of him. You're trading him for a bag of Cheetos. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing to add in there as well is the fact that Baker Mayfield was playing with a torn up shoulder pretty much all of last season. That's the thing that I think a lot of people need to take into consideration is that he was hurt. He played, bro. That's the thing. How many other dudes are not going to even play through that? Like That's what I'm saying. I do respect that. He's he's just a gamer at that with that kind of. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. So it'll it'll be interesting. I just think. I have a feeling this is probably what's going to happen on Carolina. And we can keep this noted if this, ends, this actually ends up happening. Baker's going to start for Carolina. He's going to do good. The Panthers are going to be trash. They're going to end up like 6-11 and 11 or something like that. But Baker's going to be good. Matt Rule's going to get fired. McAdoo's probably going to be one and done. They're going to bring in a new regime, and then Carolina's going to take off. That's my prediction. Jet July 13th. I feel like that's going to happen take with off? Carolina. So you're just telling me... Not take off in that way where like they're going to be like, 13 and three next season. But like the direction but, of their organization. No, but Baker's, Baker's going to be their guy going forward. I think so. I think Baker's going to, he still has a lot to offer, but that's what I'm saying. I think he plays decent this season. And then they're like, okay, we need a coach and that tailors like, so to Baker. Yeah. He's their franchise guy after this year is what you're saying. That's what I'm they're saying. They're not going to be in the QB market no more. Knowing Carolina, they probably will. <laughs> they probably will draft a quarterback because Carolina's just, I don't know. I, their direction of their franchise is just a joke. But if you want to win, I'm just, again, I'm just looking at the NFC South. Brady is not going to be, even though we've been saying this for God knows how long, and he keeps coming back. Brady's not going to be there long term, right? The Saints, I don't really know what direction they're going in. And the Falcons are in a deep rebuild mode. If I'm Carolina, Baker Mayfield is a guy where you can actually compete when Brady leaves. All you got to do is win, what, 10 games and you win the NFC South? Uh, You're telling me the Panthers can't get that done? I'll make a bet with you saying Brady's in Tampa longer than Baker's in Carolina for. I honestly would not be surprised if I lost that bet. (laughs) Like, I would not be surprised. Like, you can make that either way, but I... I, I don't know, but I, I no, that's a that's a good bet. I wouldn't be surprised with that either. But just thinking ahead here for Carolina, like that would make the most sense. Yeah, go for it, bro. Everybody's re- gonna be rebuilding within the next two years, anyways. On exactly that, my that point. Division. And they they have the pieces. Somebody there. has to win the division. Carolina's not a bad team. I just think like as an organization, they're just not there. 
But their actual team with players, they got studs. They got DJ Moore. They got McCaffrey. Got an O-line. Not a great O-line. They got a good defense. Carolina's not a horrible team. They just need, like, a better coaching. I, I, I like Matt Rule at first, but I just don't think he's that dude for them anymore. I don't know, man. It's it just they're just whatever. I don't see nothing coming out of them in the next couple of years. But hey, definitely maybe not. maybe Baker is that dude that we we've been waiting for. <laughs> oh, facts. But I mean, we'll see. But again, I'm totally with you. I'm not expecting, regardless. I'm not expecting anything from Carolina this season, anyways. But we'll obviously keep an eye on that situation and see, um, with at least within the next month, how that competition unfolds between Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield. But yeah, and then in terms of Deshaun Watson, like we talked about, again, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but like. For Cleveland, so Baker's gone. You don't got to worry about that. But now it's like, like you talked about, me and you were both super high on the Cleveland Browns last year, like a lot of people were, and then they dipped. Deshaun Watson, obviously, take away all this legal stuff. Oh, my goodness. The Browns look spectacular on paper. On paper. And then that, Mari Cooper, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Chubb, Cooper, like, they are loaded on it's offense. It's a fantasy team, man. Absolutely. But the legal stuff makes a whole mess of that situation where it's obviously their backup currently is Jacoby Brissett, where obviously Brissett, we know what he can do. He's going to come in and probably win you eight games and the Browns go you know what? That's season. not bad, though. It's not bad, but you're trying to compete. No, no, but you're saying, I mean, I think that it could be a lot worse. Like, it, Brissett is going to, like, let's say you're hoping if you're Cleveland, you know, you get 50% Brissett, 50% Deshaun Watson as your quarterback, True. right? True. And what better team for Brissett to go to to a team where he doesn't have to throw the ball? And That's just, a good point. And he just game manages it and let your defense do the thing and let Chevin Hunt do your thing. And then you kind of ease your offense off until later in the year, Watson comes back. Now you're airing it out, and Chubb and Hunt are getting that time off a little bit. That's a good point. No, that's actually, that's actually a valid point. And Jacoby does have a big arm. Like, he doesn't have a strong arm, but he's got a big arm. Yeah, no, I guess I guess you summed that up pretty good. I think if you get that, that's at least half decent. But the, the, the other big options. question mark is we don't know how long how long you can't you don't want to play seventeen games. Absolutely set. not. Eight Absolutely games. Not. Eight games. That's you can doable. live with that. We can live with that. Yeah. We can still make a run, and we can still win games if he's playing eight. They can eight. still go, you know, five and three, four and four, depending on what the schedule is. That is with true. Him at, at quarterback, which would depend on the Deshaun Watson suspension, right? We don't know when is it, is it going to be four to six games, and when is that going to be? Is it going to be the whole season? Is it going to be like all of that kind of dictates that whole situation? Yeah, but I'm expecting him to play zero games, which means Brissett's going to play seventeen. That I don't need. That is, then they're just chalking it up. Win till next year. Or the other option, again, like I've, I've been throwing around this constantly, but then again, it doesn't make sense, especially financially, trade for Jimmy Garoppolo for a year. What's the worst that can happen there? If Jimmy stays healthy for you, the Browns can, can honestly win that division, in my opinion. They can win the division 100%. I thought they were going to win the division with Baker Mayfield. They, why not? Why did they get, go after like uh, Nick Foles or something like that too? Yeah. I mean – why not do something like that or anybody, you know, like uh, Bridgewater or any, any one of them dudes. Yep. Fitzpatrick. Why not bring in, bring in Fitzpatrick, bro? Who cares? Yep. That team yeah, is no. good enough to win games regardless of who the quarterback is. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you have at least a decent quarterback in there that knows the system too, that will help. And again, like, like you said, I think you summed it up good. Like Jacoby Brissett's not a horrible option. He's a good option. And again, it depends where in the schedule he comes in. Yeah, it could actually end up benefiting the Browns and they're doing well, but it's not ideal. And Definitely when you could not. potentially get another guy, and of course the last domino to fall is for my Niners. What in the hell is Jimmy Garoppolo doing and where is he going? I heard some rumors to Seattle earlier in the week and I was like, no, absolutely not. Like out of all the damn places, if he ends up going there, why? Like if you, if you are forced to send your former starting quarterback within your division, you did something wrong. Like hey, that, that should not happen. All I'm going to say is Drew Bledsoe was like first team all pro or something and he got traded to the Bills. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. That, I think that's probably what that's that's got to be the only example though of a guy getting traded within the division. But but like to me like it doesn't matter if you trade him to Seattle. Who cares, dude? It's Seattle's nothing right now. It's not like you're trading um, him to the, like uh, let's say you're trading Bosa to the Rams. It's not like you're doing that or anything, dude. If Jimmy goes to Seattle, they would be decently competitive. 
they're not going to be great, but they would be good. Like the, I, I would honestly think that J- Jimmy came in for what us in 2017. And the Niners roster was atrocious, and the Niners look like a wild card team overnight. You're telling me on a roster with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and Noah Fant and Kenneth Walker with Jimmy there, you're telling me they can't spin off like nine, ten games? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I, I don't think, think so. I don't. I, um, I don't think you know how I feel about Jimmy. I don't think he's. I think he's like the the lot. Like he's like your fifth option. Like if he's got the hmm. the keys to the car, I'm like. I don't think that car is going fast. He's got to be in the back seat. That's true. It is the offense as well, and and I think that would be interesting to see that. That's true wherever Jimmy goes and if he plays, because he's not in an offense like Kyle Shanahan's offense, which I think was very beneficial for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. 100%. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I just I just don't know where the hell I he's going to end me, up. You're, you're telling me Russell Wilson. We know Russell Wilson made something out of nothing on every single down for the last five years. And he carried the hell out of that team. Exactly. I don't even think Jimmy could do half of that. No, he can't. Jimmy's not that guy. He's more of a like plug so and play. So, that, so that's what I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, dude, Russell Wilson was doing everything he could to win ten games, and yeah, the talent exactly. discrepancy between Russell Wilson and Jimmy is too much. Not even close. Yep. Yeah, no, not even close. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see how Russell Wilson fares with like an actually good offensive coach too in Denver. So that'll be an interesting. Do you think? Thing there. I have a feeling. I lo- I have a feeling that Jimmy's gonna be around. Um, a ram? Uh, no, no, around. I think he's gonna a be. On, oh I think he's gonna be God. on the squad week one, bro. Oh, for a second, I almost bro, man, was, my heart almost skipped a beat for a second. Uh, yeah, no, I could see, I could see that happening too. Like, I just, I don't, I, I, I just, I just want him gone at this point. Like, I just, it's, it's just that thing is that that and you cloud. Know, Cause you're hearing all the the Trey Lance, you know, like the typical yeah, like, like I just want to exactly. You and, just want to move and, on. Wait, what was it, Jimmy? Jimmy was didn't even show up yet, right? No, and I don't think he's gonna show up. Like unless he like has to because of like contract stuff or whatever. That's the only reason I would assume he shows up. He's not showing up otherwise. So I don't understand. Like, I, but the thing is, uh, your Niners kind of remind me of like the when Danny Angel's with the Celtics. When Danny Angel just sitting on stuff just because he like they were like mad stubborn because they didn't want to lose a trade. Like they want to get more value for Jimmy. Like, they're not, like, every, you know how Baker, they're like, oh, everybody knows Baker has no value. We'll just trade him yeah. for the fifth. Even though he's yeah. not worth the fifth, right? Yeah. But, like, your Niners are, like, same thing with Danny Ainge, where it was like, yo, I have to win every trade. Like, it's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. No, anymore. literally. It's like, Jimmy's, Jimmy's been on the block. Like, everybody knows his value now. It's like, what are you going to just settle for? They don't want to settle. Baker was the first overall pick in an NFL draft, and they literally got sold for a bag of Doritos and a Coke. So like, I don't know what John Lynch is kind of waiting for in this situation. It's just, we need to get just rid of him. Did 20 spots three years later. I, yeah, I, I don't know what's, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, man. It's just, it's annoying now. And I just want it to be just gone. Although the bad side is that I, we have no quarterback depth behind Trey Lance after that, which is not good, but oh, well. We'll see what happens there. We'll continue to keep an eye. I feel like we've been keeping an eye on this for like four months, and it hasn't happened. There's still the Debo yeah. crap, too. Like, it's, oh, Lord. There's two months. John Lynch, get your shit figured out, man. We got two months before September kicks around. I want Jimmy gone. I want Debo signed, and that is all I ask for before September 11th. Please and thank you. But with that, and also, mind you, actually, before we move on, yo, your your Patriots unveiled those new red unis. Whoo, bro. Those look fly. Just like you're hearing the Trey Lance rumblings, I'm hearing the Mac Jones rumblings. I can't wait, dude. I cannot wait. I was I was thinking about getting one of those Mac Jones jerseys already. So I'm saying, I'm so I'm saying, like th- those red jerseys look sweet. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Trey Lance apparently has arm fatigue. Yeah, okay, yeah, that the way that I saw that report, I'm like, this is a report that we're gonna be talking about back in November when the Niners are like eight and three and Trey Lance is balling, and we look back. Oh yeah, remember when when people were saying Trey Lance had arm fatigue? Yeah. We'll see about that. All right. Wimbledon. But, yo, you saw that pick of chiseled Mac Jones, right? You saw that. Oh, yo, Mac looks good. No, nah, no, nah, I saw that. Yeah, no, Mac, Mac looks good. <laughs> the baby man. fat was gone, bro. Let's see. Eight facts. No, nah, well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what he could do on the field, man. Because it's a, and it's, I feel like there's been a little bit of everything from those quarterbacks. We see Mac in the news for his stuff. 
trade no, every, every, and then every. Zach Wilson <laughs> for all the, all the wrong Wait reasons. Up, hold on, hold on, hold on. That is a that was a top five day in Twitter history. I'm not the, even gonna lie. Oh my god, the memes were rolling. unreal. That, the memes were unreal. Dude, that there's the day the uh, Lakers got eliminated from the playoffs and they did all oh, the yeah. you know like that montage. Oh, that yeah, is a, yeah. that is on the Mount Rushmore of Twitter. And then this Zach Wilson dude, oh my god, I was freaking rolling. I was just at work. I checked my phone at lunch. I was dying. You know that one with the X-ray and the dog in it. And it's like yeah, he's yeah, got that yeah, dog. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bro, don't even that. That's yeah, funny. this that that's too funny. That'll man. be something, man. It's, it's gonna be a big season for this, this AFC East quarterbacks for real, though. Like Allen, Allen's trying to. It's basically Super Bowl or bust for him. Tua, it's we got to get to the playoffs or bust. Zach Wilson is like, can I show that like I am gonna be the Jets guy? And then Mac, honestly, Mac probably has the least pressure of all of them because of what he did in his rookie season. For Mac, it's more of like, what can we build on in year one? So he probably's got the lead, the least amount of pressure out of the quarterbacks in the AFC East, which is good. I mean, hey, bro, he's in Boston. There's always pressure over there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Wimbledon, let's get it. To the UK we go. Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon against Nick Kyrgios. I could, I'm actually shocked that was his first Grand Slam title. I had no idea that was his first um, championship appearance, although he probably wouldn't have got there if Rafa didn't pull out, which was honestly super disheartening. Um, I missed this match. I'm assuming you probably caught at least some of this. Um, but Djokovic was able to come down. I think he was down in the first set, if I'm correct. And then the he came back set, and yeah. won. Yeah, he lost the first set and then came back and won it. Um, but, man, Novak does it again. I think this is the seventh Wimbledon now. I think he, he needed this one, man. He absolutely needed this one. Close gap to one on the down now. And then um, – they got the U.S. Open left, um, but what? like the the season slam, bro. He was already on his. He already won the first two slams. He was gonna. He was in the semis of this one. This match went exactly how I thought it was. Like Kyrgios, yo, when Kyrgios plays, they had that match against Titsipas, which was like one of the like most stupid matches I've ever seen in my life. Like I don't <laughs> know what the hell was going on over there. This one, I was like, yo, this is like. I don't. I can't stand Djokovic, but I'm like, if I was rooting for Kyrgios, it goes against everything I go against. Like everything yeah. I go against. I'm like, yo, the dude that puts everything into his craft versus like the part time talented dude. Like I can't go for the part time talented dude that causes a scene. He was Facts. up, so they split the first. They split the fir- uh, first two sets, right? Yep. Third set, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember. Kyrgios was up five four. With and 40 love or something like something crazy, 40 love, and then he had this like tangent temper tantrum, and then he lost the 40 love game on his own serve. And then Djokovic won the next three games and stole that set. And from there, I'm like, Yeah, that's a wrap. This is the most mentally tough dude versus the most mentally weak dude. And like, you can see this guy like screaming at the umpire, and Djokovic is just like a freaking robot, just like not showing. He just like sensed it, like he was going for the kill, like he's just like a snake rumbling around, and then boom. Gone for the kill, and I'm like, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. No, as soon he as he lost that. that one game, it was like to make it go five four or whatever. I'm like, this is a wrap. It's done. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Novak's like that. When he's got that look in his eye, it's it's over. And he was able to go out, go out and do it again. But yeah, I agree with you. I think he did. He definitely needed this for him. It's again, it's crazy how those two, Rafa and Djokovic in general. Again, I don't know what happened. Do you know what happened to Feder as to why he didn't take part in the tournament? He's been hurt the whole oh, for like hurt. years now. Yo, actually, uh, he's been hurt for he hasn't played a professional match in a, uh, a little bit now. But he just became unranked actually like two days holy ago. Jesus, because he hasn't played in so long, Damn. which is kind of hard to see. That's un- that's unfortunate. No, fact, that's what I'm saying. Every time I think Wimbledon, I think Roger Federer's the first dude that actually that honestly comes to my mind. And then when I found out that he wasn't even in this year's tournament, I was like, oh, what the heck? But Obviously, when we talk tennis, it's obviously those three dudes, but obviously Federer has not taken part in a tennis tournament recently, so it's been Rafa and Djokovic going at it. It's I got to say, that quarterfinal game of Rafa and Fritz, and I gotta, I've never heard of this Fritz dude until this quarterfinal yeah. game. That dude's got game. That kid mm-hmm. is good. But the way Rafa was able to battle back and the way – and he was hurting. Dude, like I – 
I was so sad when this dude pulled out because I even when they talked to him post game and he was like something's wrong. I was like, oh no! I'm like, he's he's not gonna make the semis, is he? It was so disheartening. But man, Rafa's honestly so much freaking fun to watch. Like that that match was absolutely insane. No, no doubt, dude. This is my favorite player ever. Um, honestly, Kyrgios is mad fun to watch. I can't. I love watching that dude. Ever since he came in, I was I've been loving watching that dude. His net game was on point in this tournament. He was just and he's like it's so effortless for him. I just wish he didn't have the theatrics because he could legit be a top three player, without a doubt in my mind. He could be a top three player if he took this seriously. Um, but you know he's always doing some shit. He was heckling at the fan, whatever. I mean, curious, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so fun to watch though, man. I love watching that dude. I wish I really wish he took the game serious because he would be legit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I was ex- I was genuinely excited for Rafa and Kyrgios. Like, I was really looking oh, forward to that. box ma- office right That's there, what I'm man. saying. I was really excited for it. So when I found out that that match wasn't happening, I was like, damn. I was like, that, that was going to be a good freaking match. But you don't know how much freaking pain that this dude had to be into probably yeah. with the draw. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Like, Rafa's such a competitor. Like, it, it had that, to like, be. He must have been not able to move. Like, he already got his foot shit that ain't nobody else in the world is playing yeah. on. I, I mean, also then, also taking the fact that he went five sets and into tiebreaker too. Like, that was a long-ass match. I was like four or five hour long. And then you got the seven-millimeter friggin' tear. Like, dude, he, I mean, he's, I guess he's human. Like, I, it yeah. honestly, I can't even – like, I think even, like, the foot thing alone would – take out people's careers and he's been playing on that yeah yeah again it's just regardless although rafa pulled out it's that match was still unbelievable to watch still and it's also more impressive that he made it to the semis because wimbledon's not necessarily rafa's strong suit like that's not the surface where he's not meant for him exactly so the fact that he even was this close because if he played Kyrgios, I think he would have won it. I think the only way Kyrgios would have won that match is if Rafa was still kind of hurting and Kyrgios got an edge no, there. There's the only the Kyrgios can't beat those top guys. It's That's the, what I'm saying. The, I did the mental game alone. So though, like, Rafa would have been in the final, and that's where I think it's nah, so. I think Djokovic would have killed him though. I think Djokovic is. Oh, in the final, yeah, but I'm saying Rafa would have made the final, yeah. which yeah. even that I think is so impressive because Wimbledon's not his normal tournament where he succeeds like that no doubt I'm, it's crazy to me that Djokovic and Federer are on the same level at Wimbledon it's, that's just weird to me true true I think the difference is joke well I mean honestly it feels like the two of them have just been like going back and forth is honestly what it feels like because if it's not Federer won it if Djokovic didn't win it it's probably Federer that won it really I don't... you think it's it feels even to you bro I feels like no 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 when I think I I literally just said it five minutes ago when I think Wimbledon Roger Federer is the first dude that comes to my mind every freaking time like this is his because tournament. that's like bro when I think of tennis I think of Wimbledon right and oh, when yeah, I think absolutely. of Wimbledon I think of you know like that elegant like just like beautiful stuff you know what I'm saying yeah, and yeah ain't yeah. nobody uh, associated with those words more than Federer with tennis, bro. Like his, it's just beautiful. Like it's actually just art. Like I can't even. It's like, the prettiest thing ever. It's actually the prettiest thing ever. Exactly. So here, so here's the thing as to why it feels more even recently because Djokovic has, has won like dominated. What? Yeah. Since 2014, he has won 14, 15, 18, 19. He's won the last four. Mm-hmm. 18, 19, 21, and 22. He has won all four, and he beat Federer in 19. That's that's pretty crazy, but this is why it's Rogers tournament because he won like six in a row or something. Two, yep, oh three, oh four, oh five, oh six, oh seven, oh nine. So he made like I think was it mm. six or seven and, straight. And actually, that one that he lost, there's one year he lost. I think he made him in 2010. He lost in the finals to Nadal. Um, that's when Nadal was really taking. Oh over. wait, yep, yeah, and that one that was a classic. That is my. One of my favorite matches I've ever seen in my life. I think that's a lot of people. It's up dude, there. that is crazy. Like you're going into his home. He just went out that like five in a row, and you beat him in the. And it was like that match got postponed. Then it got played in the dark. Unreal, absolutely unreal. That one. 
Yeah, those these three are legends, man. I mean, it seems like every time we talk, what about did they say? Happens. They said uh, what was the actual stat though? I think it was like over eighteen years or something. They've won like sixty-five out of eighty majors or something. Unbelievable. Like that. Unbelievable! Like, you can't even make that shit up. Like, Honestly, I it's, I feel like every time we talk tennis, it's literally just like we're literally just talking about Novak, Rafa, and Federer. Every time, it, it seems funny. I saw a name on this list that I'm like, shit, I haven't even talked about his name. But I was t- maybe five, six years ago, I was gonna throw his name in there too. Is Andy Murray? I haven't heard that name in years. But he, he's up he, there. He, he retired and then he came back. Yeah, but, you know that's why. That's you know thing. what? You know what it is though. Like he was built up to be the big four yes he was, he was so much he was so much better than the fifth dude but he was not even close to the top three do you know what i mean yeah, yeah so, I know so like he was in that middle ground but he was built up to be that and i feel like he retired early because like he couldn't deal with the mental like comparisons to these guys just constantly being compared to these guys and he, yeah i don't think he could deal with it and then he just ultimately came back like last year just because I mean, you love the sport if you're playing yeah. it for that long. But like, oh, absolutely. I think that's why he retired early and he didn't have that success. He just couldn't. Because, like, imagine, bro, you're just getting compared to the three best players of all time and you're just, like, doing everything you can every day to beat them and it just never can happen. And you, then you realize, like, yo, I'll never be on these guys' levels. Like, what's my ceiling here, you know? Yeah, facts. I think, I think the only way to settle this is we need Roger to get healthy and next season I want a novak Feder final. Let's that just ain't... settle. Let's just settle this right here, like just what what you know. We don't know how how much longer these. Although it feels like literally forever that these dudes are going to be doing this for. But like, I want it one more time. Yo, like, do you think? Because like, I don't know. Medicine and science is just so good now. It's like Brady's like oh just forever. These three are just forever. Like LeBron is just forever. Like that's like in every sport we have like even serena came back this year and this yeah. and she's 40 years old she's just had a kid like, oh yeah no what serena think- what serena did is far past what, what anyone else did dude like that that's crazy man to do what do she you think, did like-, like bro in 10 years let's say in 10 years right the kids right now that aren't even in the in the league yeah in 10 years right like a I used to think like an nba career if you had a good nba career you were playing eight years eight or ten years yeah right? If you had a crazy good career, you're playing 12 years. I feel like, bro, the next wave is just going to be playing like 15, 20 years, like everybody. I, I, I do think that, like, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it like NBA wise. I could, I could see Giannis going 15. I could see, bro. You don't even like, see who else. Dude, like, Kobe he's... played 20, and I think. Oh, yeah. No, no, Kobe played 20, but that was the last dude from that tougher era yeah that's what i'm saying kobe kobe was 20, different kobe right? kobe we put in that class of like athletes that are just that are just different now this era you're gonna have lebron's gonna play over 20 you're gonna have 100 cool how many years does curry have left he could play forever if he wanted to steph steph could play more for Katie, sure katie's 34 right now he could easily play to 38 if he wants 40. to chris I, feel like, paul. I feel like katie sits out half the year that's why he's <laughs> Chris that's Paul, bro. Chris Paul's thirty-seven. He he's got another he's couple not, years. He, he's not got much left. Every, Come on, but every no, but I'm saying who's not much left. He's gonna be forty, bro. Nobody's like everybody's gonna be done by forty now. I mean, yeah, this this is true, but I think like okay for for those specific guys, absolutely, like they've been doing it forever. But who after that do you honestly think can do that? And. All time dudes, like, you forty year old in the league before. You would never see a forty year old anywhere in any never sport did. before, bro. No, now never. you're gonna have multiple forty year old dudes playing in the same sport. I like, go to a men's level, league, bro. Go to a men's league. Like Brady's gonna be forty five, bro. Like at an what? elite level. Like that's MVP level, bro. Like LeBron's gonna be. There's just third team All NBA. I mean, when is it going to... Bro, these guys that we're talking about right now, Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic are still the three best players right now. Who knows? Who knows, man? You're right. Like, I, you just... You, you never know that. But, like, I, I don't want to say that yet because it's like you also want to appreciate the dudes that have actually done it because what if it actually never happens again, right? Like, yeah, you no, honestly the, don't. Exactly. The five dudes we just talked about, Brady, LeBron, and those three... And, and, and at an elite like, level... ...are all, like... Go conversation like, for a reason, like exactly. It's not even the fact that they're playing 
to the age that they are, but it's also what they've accomplished year after year. It's like that we're into the years of 2020, 2021, 2022, and we have Brady winning championships, Djokovic winning championships, Rafa winning championships, LeBron winning championships. You know what I'm saying? That's also what makes it impressive is because those same dudes that I just listed were winning championships back when we were five years old, kindergarten in like 2004, 2005, and they're still winning championships in 2022 and 2021. That's that's what truly makes it like that great. It's like, sure, it's one thing to play till you're 40 plus. It's another thing to dominate when you're 40 plus. That's honestly crazy. Yeah, bro, I don't even remember Brady's first. I don't remember Nadal's first. I don't remember Federer's first. We were like five years old. I mean, it's exactly. hardly could remember. And then like, we're, and then it's still how long, uh, how many movies they still given us, even though we've missed some of their like most all-time matches <laughs> it's incredible it's it's absolutely incredible man like you cannot again you look you look at the matchups i know they're to when brady unretired and came back and a lot of people looking at the buck schedule and they're like damn like tom brady's going up against patrick mahomes tom brady's going has a matchup against joe burrow like what in the what like what's joe burrow was like two years old when brady won his first title and now they're going head to head in a regular season game, like it's 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 unbelievable when you look at some of those matchups between t- two generational different players playing in the same game in the same. It's it's just, it's unbelievable, man. The same goes for tennis, right? You see, Fritz is a super young dude. Imagine getting to play Rafa Nadal in a quarterfinal of a Grand Slam tournament. Like that's it, it's unreal, man. It's unreal. You got kids against gods. It's just it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it's facts. That's it's just unreal. It is. It's. It is pretty unreal. That was a great topic, honestly. We just, literally, but I like. The, I like the fact that we came up with that, considering there's not much going on. But like, just seeing how these athletes have been able to do that, it's just. It's. It's unreal. Um, keeping. I mean, since since we're kind of on that track of going to NBA, anyways, we might as well head in that direction. Um, anyways, now like a lot has been going on. Regardless, I just until you told me before we got on about DeAndre Ayton, I'm hearing a lot of Indiana rumors. Um, there and a, a potentially a little bit of Donovan Mitchell talk as well. Maybe he might be out of Utah. What are you hearing on those specific pieces of news there? Yeah, I heard. I mean, we all know DeAndre Aiden. Um, so even though Aiden's a restricted free agent, if Indiana does offer him the max, I don't think Phoenix will match it, right? Um, yeah. But which is a weird. I mean, like, what the hell? I don't understand. I mean, Miles Turner's still there, Isaiah Jackson's there. Who I like. Um, so, do we finally, after eight years, get a Miles Turner trade if DeAndre Aiden goes to Indiana? And then you kind of run a. The future would be like Halliburton, Duarte, Matherin, and Aiden. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. That's just like weird to me. But Indiana's just one of those squads that they'll. I don't know. I feel like they'll find a way to like be relevant, you know? Agreed. Like, they're, they're not going to be dumpster ever. They'll be relevant. But yep. Aiden's just a weird look there. I don't know about that. And then who – they'll trade Turner, maybe get that wing they need. Um, but this dude, Turner, has been in trade talks for like literally eight years, so I don't know. But if you have a Miles Turner on Phoenix, that'd be kind of nice though. Like for a Phoenix. sign trade. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. That would be kind of cool. Like, I mean, That's what I'm saying. Like I think it would work. You add a guy who still was kind of young, give you some energy there. Um, Like – I mean, how different from him, DeAndre Ayton. Like, DeAndre Ayton would come in, he would have some really good games and have some really bad games. Miles Turner it's would like be... Least... Remember when they were running that with um, JaVale McGee? It would yep. be like an upgraded JaVale McGee in that lineup. Basically. Basically. Yeah. No, that's a good... He'll, that, he'll, get, good his, he'll get his block shots. You know, he's been leading the league in that for a long time. Yeah. And then he can shoot the three a little bit. But, you know, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Sign and trade. Yo. I like that. I think it could work. I think that could work. I, I I'm the same with you. I don't really know where Indiana fits as like an ideal destination to put DeAndre Ayton. I again, I I kind of like the thought of Miles Turner going to Phoenix though, but that kind of depends. Like I don't. It's a weird one. But yeah, Indiana. I mean, we've literally been talking about this for the last like two months. Indiana's just a weird team. A super weird team. They don't really have a direction. They go out to get a guy like Rick Carlisle, who's been one of the better coaches in this league for years, but. They and then they go and they trade Sabonis, who was like their dude, and then they get Halliburton. And just, I don't know. Indiana's all over the damn place. And if they if they trade for DeAndre, that would kind of just add to that 
of like what direction are we going in, but I'm with you. Indiana, if they make this trade, they'd probably teeter around like the seven to nine mark in the East and they'll be in the playing tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got some little pieces to build on. Um, but for the Donovan Mitchell one, I'm hearing Knicks and we've been hearing Knicks for a while. Yeah. But I think yesterday or the day before they said, um, they kind of put um, Donovan Mitchell on the block, and New York was trying to put something real quick together. But would you give up RJ to get Donovan Mitchell? Absolutely. You would? Absolutely. I know a lot of people, a lot of Knicks dudes that said they would not give up RJ. Really? Yeah. I mean, I haven't been a crazy big fan of RJ, but, like, he did ball out last year. But I don't I don't know, man. I I really – Donovan Mitchell really turned me up last year, too. Not a lie. Um, True. But I don't, I don't, that superstar guy. I don't know, man. I, RJ, I mean, I guess I can't, the, the, the treasure chest of picks quickly and RJ. I guess it just can't be that. It, that's what these kind of Nick fans are saying. But I wouldn't really want to give up quickly either, to be honest. I kind of like quickly. Mm. You could take Toppin, though. On top, and you could take Tom. Neither am I. You could take Julius Randle. You could take, you could take, I mean, everybody's on the table, but you just, let's not stack them all together if I'm in, if I'm in New York. You could take, um, you know, maybe a package around top and a pick. I'll, I'll do that all day. I would do that. I have the, and then you, and then you pay us, you give up Randle and then pair Donovan Mitchell with RJ. There you go. There's your, there's your, that's what I would try to do if I'm New York. I would try to keep RJ. That would be my number one asset. And yeah. pair them, and that would be my kind of thing going forward. You go Brunson court and, you know, RJ at the three. That's something there. I like that. Yeah, no, that, I like that. I, I completely forgot they signed Brunson as well. Um, I kind of like that. Like in Utah. Actually, you, can, you can take quickly then. I, t- I kind of forgot about Brunson too. You can take quickly. I don't need to have a backup yeah. guard then. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know what the Knicks are they're saying. Like, sure, yeah, I, I'm with you. Donovan Mitchell didn't have the season, like, else I'd say up to his expectations last season. But the dude is still one of the more fun, better players in this league. Like, and the Knicks need something like that yeah, badly. Yeah. They do not, like, they have not they just had to be relevant, man. That's what how exactly fun, my how point. How fun was it when they were a four seed? Oh my dude, the garden was rocking. Everything the garden consi- was rocking over Alex and, Burks, bro. And that was in the COVID season too. That was that like was, think about that. And that was over Alec Burks and Derek Rose, fifteen years yeah, out of his prime, yeah. and Reggie Bullock and random yeah, dudes like Yeah, exactly. Like they, they had lost ju- the Hawks. They, they literally had all in just because of like <laughs> they go think, over, it's, it's over the most mid people, bro. Yeah. The other thing too is I, I think Donovan Mitchell would like playing for a coach like Thibs. Like I think that'd be a nice little fit. You think there so? too? Possibly. Like I because you know that. Oh, I don't know. The mm. Old school. Like yo, you're gonna yeah, play he, defense. Yeah, yeah. If you're not playing defense, I'm thinking you. This and is true. Donovan Mitchell. This is true. Not playing defense. This is true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Actually, I take that back. Um, but but for his, the Knicks, like RJ is totally his type. Though. He's mm. like that. Like he's like the Chicago Bulls Jimmy when Derrick Rose. Mm. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like when he would yep. remember he used to play that dude like 45 minutes a game in the regular season, 82 games. Like what? What do you mm. do? Why are you him that much? It's so unnecessary. Yeah. But that's Tibbs is like yo. If I like you, you're playing. That's it. Yeah. Simple. No, exactly. Exactly. No, I totally feel that too. But in terms of the Knicks in general, no, I would, I would, I would do, I would try to make the move. Like you're bringing in Donovan Mitchell there. Like, like we just talked about the garden would be absolutely mental and you're trying to get back in the playoffs. Like you, again, you got into the four seed with scrubs. Well, most of the team is scrubs. And now you can go in and get Donovan Mitchell. You already made the move with Jalen Brunson. Now we're talking like we talked about, and then you kind of revolve your offense around RJ Barrett, right? Now you got something. The Knicks need that. They need something. <laughs> they, they, they need something desperately. And we've only been saying this for years. So if I'm them, I'd, I'd make the move because Utah, I don't know what like they're doing. I, I feel like Utah, like 
Loki wants to keep Donovan Mitchell, but I think they're like, we're stupid not to at least shop him to see what we can get. No, you, hey, yo, let me tell you, Danny Ainge is not going to be in any rush to blow, trade Dan, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Absolutely. Just because just they're blowing it up and everybody thinks they're blowing it up. He's just going to wait until a team like the Knicks or the Lakers or the Nets or one of them teams that gets really is going to pay top dollar. I'm telling you, they, he's going to get more than what Donovan Mitchell is worth. And then yeah. he's like, all right, I blew it up. But, like, it's like instead of a dude like Baker being on the block for so long, losing his value, Mitchell has been on the block. And he's a team that just wants to make a desperation move to get over a hump. And they're going to do it. And they're just going to go all in and get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, we'll see what happens there, but. That should be interesting to see if they decide to make a move. But I'm with you. I wouldn't expect a move anytime soon. I think they'd obviously have to wait until they get a deal like that. But obviously, still no, still no KD, still no Kyrie. None of you know. I think we're all kind of just waiting for something to happen. I think we all expected oh, something. I, I, I fully expected. Anymore. I fully expected something to have happened by now. I, mean, I don't think it's gonna least... happen, bro. I think they're gonna suit up for the Nets. You think they're just gonna stay after all that nonsense? They're just gonna stay with Brooklyn. What kind of fun is that? Like, uh, eh, I think whatever. I think maybe trade deadline we talk, but I think it's done for this. Mm, potentially, yeah, mm, yeah. I don't know. Now oh, we'll see though. Well, that is good. If they stayed, then I continue to hate the Nets. And if they leave, then then we'll see how that shapes up the NBA. Because if they stay, I don't think it, it doesn't really change much. Like I don't. If I'm in the East, I'm not. I'm not scared of Brooklyn. But I could. See- all goes right. That team is. I mean, you bring back Joe. It's like all this year. Seth Curry's mm-hmm. there. Gotta talk yourself into them being a top for sure. Top. Well, obvious. Well, obviously, like if if everyone's healthy and everyone actually plays, which seems like you literally can't count on with that's, Kyrie that's and KD. That's the thing, though. Yeah, you know, right? I mean, Ben Ben Simmons, like people, I'm telling you, oh, people, like, him too. I haven't seen Ben Simmons play basketball yo, in like five you, years. Bro, you know, Ben Simmons is like. He's not that bad, right? Like he's like he's the perfect guy to play with KD and Kyrie. Like a he's... dude that doesn't need the ball and is gonna play defense. Like the last time we saw him before that, whatever happened, I think in that year he might have been like NBA or something like that. That's a top fifteen player in the league, bro. Like, bro, Ben Sim, Ben Simmons just needs to come back and play some basketball to remind us the kind of player he is because I forget. It's, I think he forgot been... too. It is, but yeah. <laughs> Well, clearly, I mean, he forgot to shoot the last time he was in the playoffs, so probably. So no, I think we. That, he, yeah, no, he actually might be. Who no? That's what I'm saying. We need to see it. We need to see it. before you say anything about Brooklyn. You need to see it because you no, cannot no, count on like you. Okay, be it's obvious that you put all those pieces together. Brooklyn is a, not a top five. They're a top three seed in the East. Easy if you put all those pieces. That that team is silly stacked if all of them play. But you cannot count on for literally your life that KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons are going to play more than like forty games. Like together, Kyrie, twenty the, games. Three of them? No, 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 are not together. Kidding? Not together. Oh, together. Individually. To, yeah, individually. Together? Pff, I don't know. Let's see. Two games? Three? Ten? Yo, the, ten? Over, the over under on on games played together has to be like single digits, like eight. So I'm saying, like, if I'm if I'm Steve Nash. I better be getting a goddamn good paycheck to put up with these guys. Because, like, if I'm a coach, that's driving me nuts. I know we have a team to win a championship and half these dudes Yo, aren't even playing half the time. Like, come on. Why do you think – that's a good point, actually, because I heard this the other day, and I was like, that's so true. I'm like, KD wants out. I mean, like, we, we talked about this before, but you picked your whole squad, right? So yeah. you're not mad at your teammates. Right, you picked your coach. You're not mad at Steve Kerr. If you were mad at Steve Kerr or your teammates, boom, I want Steve. I mean, sorry, Nash, I want Steve yeah. Nash gone. Sure, you're acting like they won't do that for you. Of course, they would do that for you. Exactly. So, like, I don't understand, but I don't get the problem. Anyways, enough Brooklyn talk because we can go on all day with those guys. All right, let's finish this things up. And the last thing, the last piece of news here, I know you're excited about this um, for potentially not this season, but next season is a potential in-season tournament for the NBA, which obviously we know Adam Silver has thrown out this for the last few years. And obviously they got the play-in tournament for the last two years, but now but a potential like mid-season tournament. 
um, which they're talking about. It'd be all teams. It would be one and done. So March Madness style. And then the final four would be in a neutral location. So literally March Madness style tournament. Um, B, I know, I know you're, I know you're ready for this. So I'll let you go ahead with your thoughts on this. And if you've got any ideas on what the NBA could do. Um, firstly, I, I don't really like this new stuff. I don't, I mean, if you're going to do like, we read it was before December, like what kind of in-season tournament? That's just, yeah, that makes no sense. That's like a Rogers cup to the U S open. Like that's just like a tune up then. It makes no sense. Um, the $1 million per player, like, come on, that's nothing for these dudes. Like nothing. Like It's basically like, you know, you know, in college ball, when I have like those dumb, like November tournaments, that's like the Maui invitation. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The legends uh, classic. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I don't understand. It's just a tune up. Um, but I need, if you're going to put in a tournament, bro, I need some real stuff going on. Like let's say your team wins instead of the mill each, Let's make that you get an extra 15 mil in salary cap or something, Ooh. you know, Ooh. an extra. I mean, bro, that's a full player you can sign for the team that wins. You know what I'm saying? That's like an yeah, extra yeah, roster yeah, yeah. spot. Um, or if you are last place, you forfeit a draft pick or something like you'll make it interesting. Put something actually on the line, bro. Putting a mil for each player on the line is not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. It's like, that's like when they do the $25,000 for charity at the All-Star game. Like, that doesn't do it. Like, it, what? Bro, like, it's not going to do anything. A mil, a mil per player, the dudes that actually need the mill are at the end of the bench, and they're not even playing. So, like, what? How about the winner of this tournament, whether it's the East or the West, whoever it is, the winner gets home court of the NBA Finals? Oh, Okay. And and even if hold you on, lose, wait, wait, you're wait. now rooting for another team. But hold on. You're telling me, but then it would still be like the East would still play the East in this tournament and the West would play the West and they'd meet in the finals. It would still well, be like that? Yeah, or it would be, it'd we, basically yo, be like that. How about that. this? How about we go like this? You could scramble it up, which would no, I no, think no. would We'll do this. We'll do this. We do this from the um but we got to do it based on the record now, right? So like yeah. Before the tournament, whoever's got the based off the records, we just go one place thirty, two place twenty eight, and just do it that way. You could do that. There's and so the many East and West teams are because I feel like that's been overdue. A lot of people have been wanting to do that and just just run it one through sixteen instead of one through eight in each conference. Just yeah. run it one through sixteen because you know the years when the conferences are stacked the one way, but the travel stuff gets in the way and all that. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, is, instead of the, the tournament, if they really wanted to make things interesting, keep the March Madness style, except do it like like you just said for the NBA playoffs and do it like one through six. Not, not, not one and done. Not one and done. But like the first round's like a best of three. And the second so, round best see, of five. You know that they used to do that though, right? They used to do the best of five. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the regular They used to yep. do the best of but yeah. like, come on! Ain't no way the owners are gonna sacrifice a playoff game. Yeah, yeah, no, no that's way. facts. No way, that's no facts. way. Yeah, yeah, to play some and, stupid team. Yeah, yeah, and they just um, they just made the tournament is is here to stay. It's permanent now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, th- I, I think they're that's just still, they're yeah. just trying to do like so they add the playing tournament, so now there's more money. They're trying to add oh, another instant in season thing, so there's more money. But I'm of like, course. oh come on, like enough. Look, there what. Like this is like look at how that we everybody used to have with a boatload of trophies. Like that's what everybody's like, the be, winner now. Like there's got to be like, something. Yeah, you there, can't there, have ten teams in each conference. Ten teams in each conference, bro, have a chance. Twenty uh, out yep, of thirty yep, teams have yep. a chance. Thirty teams. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. It doesn't make any sense. There's they no, got to make it. You got. How can sixty six percent of the league say we have a a chance? Like, come on, bro. There should be the opposite. It should be thirty three percent of the teams have a chance. That's how it should mm-hmm. be. Agreed. Like I the agree NFL, I used to love because they did the six teams in the playoffs. Boom. Yeah. Twelve out of thirty two. If you're not an elite team, you're not. Yep. You don't have a chance. You got. You don't exactly. even have to be a good team. You got to be an exactly. elite team. Yeah. And then they they open theirs up, and it slowly. Gets 
Yeah. But still had a, a good enough fraction. Yeah, yeah. Seven's fine. Yeah. You still had one extra team. 14 out of 32 is still like, you got to be a pretty freaking good team to be in that playoffs. Yeah. I I mean, I I could see the NFL adding an eight thing. They will. But like, I just feel, but like, nah, but like, hell, yo, the bye weeks have been so huge. Like, especially in the NFL and what a grueling sport that is, that bye week means so much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to get no, rid no, of that. No, no, but they're going to do that. They're just going to go back to the two buys. Oh, in the regular. Oh, oh, you're saying they're going to remove one is what you're saying. No, they'll go to, um, they'll go back to eight teams. I think they'll go to eight teams eventually. And they'll make the first two seeds have buys, just like how it was before. Oh. In the playoffs. Okay. So you got two buys, but then you got six teams left yeah. in there. Yeah. So then, how would that but work? But then though? that, but then, but then it'd be, but then it would be no, because then one team's playing 18, 19 games like before they even like. That's what I I'm mean, saying. they even added the seventeenth game all for the same reasons. Like the NFL is in a weirder spot because it's like you know, yeah, and it could, it's a one way... game drastically. Yeah, increases no. Like, what they what they risk safety. I don't know. Risk. It's beyond me why they didn't do this already. Is adding a second bye week to the regular season. I have no freaking idea as to why they haven't done that yet. I think it's absolute BS. But I've only been saying that for like the last year and a half um, of doing this. But back back on track to this NBA thing. Yeah, I like I I don't like like where it is. Like in December makes absolutely no sense. Like that's no. not a mid season. That is not a mid season. That's an early season tournament. Like you said, it makes no sense. Um, I'm not a fan for it just because I just don't know what like what are you playing for? Like obviously when you're when you're a fan of sports when you're an athlete when you're like yeah, you're fighting on. for a championship you're fighting to there's be nothing world to play champions. For. This is that's what I'm trying to say. This it should is help not... you on your way to the ultimate goal. So like the home court advantage is a great call or like this should help you towards the championship. So if you win this, maybe you get um. What if you get a buy in the first round? Mm, yep. Like something yep. that something to help you get something to that, that means it exactly, you know. Like, otherwise, it's just like it's just for show, exactly. And it makes no sense. Like, what kind of basketball are you getting? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, gonna be one, it's, it's just another regular, it's just like a it's a glorified regular season thing, anyways. It's but it's, it's gonna be like it's just gonna be a set of Christmas Day games, basically. Basically, yeah, which is just dumb. And it's not like I think what they're trying to do is like almost replicate the bubble. But the thing is, in the bubble, you were fighting for something. You're fighting for a championship. You know what I'm saying? And there was a little more meaning to it because it's like this has never been done before. It's like, what do you mean? Like, no, but that, yeah, no, not even that. But at least that was like, yeah, you were going for the championship. Like, that made this, you're going for an extra week of. Christmas break or what? Understand? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It it doesn't really. It'll be fun. Of course, one hundred percent gonna watch it. It'll be entertaining. Which is what? Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Obviously, I mean it's basketball, right? I mean at the end of the day, like it's it's no skin off your back. It's if you win, you win, and you get to see more of your team. But if you lose, then you're like, eh, all right. Then we get more of a break. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not like a. I don't know. It's a weird situation, but again, this won't be happening this season. It'd be next season. So we literally have a whole year to chew on that and see where that goes but oh well all right before we wrap this thing up final thoughts we need some breaking news man we need we need something to go crazy i i, I needed the break from from sports but i'm I, I don't need the break i can't live with a break that's, that's what i'm saying i'm like I literally it, it feels like it's been like five years since the nba finals happened i swear straight to God. up bro i don't even remember like, any of my game two stuff that's what, on on I'm not on on God literally on God like yeah something needs to go crazy something needs to happen I I don't even know from from the baseball people out there yes that whole Jay stuff that's that's definitely a breaking news but we we need a KD thing we need a Kyrie thing we need we need something some Donovan kind of Mitch, Donovan man, Mitchell exactly DeAndre Aiden or just give yeah, us something, man. Not Come even on. Aiden, just yes, agreed. Something, literally something. Or for my sake, Jimmy Garoppolo, that'd be nice too. But anyways, we'll see how that goes. That'll do it from this episode of Baller Island. Don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more sports news and analysis. And if you got any ideas that you want to hear from us in this 
weird month of July and going into August, let us know and we'll talk about it. And of course, when we get into August, we'll start going more and more into football season as we both cannot wait for that. So see y'all next week. Take it easy. And hopefully we'll have some breaking news next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Baller Island. Keep it locked and stay tuned. We got a lot more sports content coming your way. And don't forget to give Baller Island a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more sports news and analysis.